Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, guys. You're so welcome to this channel, NarcCon. Today, I would like to take you into the experience of a fellow subscriber who's been kind enough to share his story of narcissistic abuse with our community in order that it may resonate with some people. It shows the exact typical, atypical pattern that narcissists will follow in relationships. And it's a great example of a person's experience of narcissistic abuse in an intimate relationship. So I hope this is of value, which is what the subscriber who's kindly opened up and shared their experience for the benefit of our community. I hope it's of value to you, that it resonates in some way and that you can actually identify yourself in the experience. So without further ado, let's get into it. Dear Paula, so the first paragraph is very kind, but it's also what I would have experienced when I started my journey. So this here it goes. Words are not enough to express how grateful I am for your podcasts on narcissism. Although I am not there yet in my recovery, I shall get there. However, without the information you shared, I don't know where it would have ended and again, guys, please share this information if you feel it's of value, because people do need to know this. They need to save themselves and actually save lives. Listening to your podcasts always provides me a safe haven. And that's what we need after this dreadful experience. We need understanding and the education is not out there in the world at the moment. It's not widely available enough should be part of education. I'm sure that a lot of you would agree with this, that if only we had known that there was this personality type out there, we could have saved ourselves a lot of angst, a lot of lives, a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of pain, particularly for our families and children. The information makes me feel understood and less alone. It provides insight and strength to commence with doing the work that's necessary when wanting to break free from the horrible dynamics of a narcissist. Infinite thanks for all you share with so much love and understanding. We definitely need not to feel alone in this experience. Narcissists, narcissists rely on 
people being isolated and feeling that it's actually all their fault for what's happened. So this is a furthering of the abuse once the narcissist has left. That's why our communities are of so much value. We are not, you are not alone in this experience. Please allow me to also take this opportunity to share some information with you about myself and my experience with narcissism. I hope it can be of somehow use for the community. If you perceive that, it would be my honour to share more of my story. It would take way too much time to com- to write the complete adventure in inverted commas down, but feel welcome and free to contact me. My details are below and our subscriber has summarised his story. I'm not going to say your name, um, just give the general details. I am a male of 45 years old and I live in the Netherlands. I have been close to five years in an intimate relationship with a covert narcissistic woman. We got into contact via a dating site. Guys, dating sites, be really careful. Started chatting and soon after we met each other in person. And what a beautiful appearance she had. And besides that, a hardworking and caring mother. So that was the the mask, an attractive woman and a hardworking and caring mother. I soon understood she was a victim of abusive exes. And now after having her life on track, she was looking for a sweet man to share her life with and to feel loved and protected by. So again, this narcissist had crazy exes and was presenting as a victim and looking for a hero to protect her and look after her. I felt sympathy for her and also physically attracted. We loved the same things and had wonderful conversations about life, love and how we pictured the future. Again, narcissists will bring you into the basically shared fantasy and will draw a picture of the future you could have together. Called future faking in our community. We agreed to see whether it could work out or not and started a relationship. The first five to eight months, the relationship felt like living a dream. That's the trajectory usually with a narcissist in the intimate relationship. Doesn't apply to all, but it normally you're coming even four to six months when things start to go a little bit wrong because the narcissist, remember, can't keep the mask up for that long, particularly if you're in a close relationship and it's not long distance. Long distance relationships may take longer to crack. Okay, loving, understanding and carefree periods. After eight months, these loving times decreased and were more and more replaced with arguments and self-created problematic situations. From a year, it went step by step further downhill. Her seeking attention and admiration everywhere she went started to annoy me. She got more and more demanding shorter tempered in discussions, was unreasonable whenever she wanted to be and not giving me any benefit of the doubt. So she'd obviously become more dogmatic, more and more controlling and 
not compromising in any way, whereas she would have appeared to be this wonderful individual at the start of the relationship. Obviously, I often felt things were off and unfair, but I quickly learned that a discussion about something would soon become an escalating argument in which I feared for the relationship. Bizarre. She could question everything about me while not giving in. When I would stand up for myself while in an argument, it would end up very bad. If not succeeding when committed to the subject, she prepared a word salad, changing the subject numerous times in order to, in the end, be able to blame me. Word salad and blame shifting to deflect from the subject of the argument and bring you down rabbit holes, basically. So I soon learned to keep the peace by ignoring things, taking the blame or solve any issue she experienced. And that is effectively the grooming of the narcissist, where it's slow and it's subtle, but you learn how the the narcissist basically teaches you how to behave the way they want you to behave. In other words, come more and more under their control. When we were doing okay, she'd future fake quite often, telling me we were soulmates and getting happily married. And I agreed still because I'd thought to be able to manage her off behaviour and character traits. She loved me, I loved her, so we would manage. And in good times, we had always so much fun together, enjoyed life and kept talking during early morning. But also the gaslighting occurred well after a year in the relationship. I remember so many events. I really started doubting myself sometimes. And there was a huge event. We were in a heated argument and she smacked me in the face. Apologised for it the next day because I brought it up again. While the week after she would deny it had ever happened. That is a really typical example of a narcissist's gaslighting. They do something, they don't talk about it. It's meant to disappear into the ether. And unless you bring it up, it won't be mentioned again. And when you bring it up, they will deny it happened. And if you persist that it did actually happen, they will then say, you know, you're imagining it. And if it did happen, well, you must have been to blame for it happening. Sorry, guys, I'm just trying to find my place here in the page. I worked hard in my professional career, making weekly twice the hours she did. But being tired of my job couldn't be according to her. So in other words, you know, she said that that was ridiculous, even though this person worked twice as hard as her. He wasn't validated for being tired. I was only complaining as a strategy to let her do all the nasty jobs in the house and take care of the children alone. Whoa. So she's invalid. A narcissist will invalidate you saying you're tired and then will say you're doing as they would do, projecting onto you that you were, this was only a ruse for you to get out of doing the work, which is what the narcissist does. But narcissists think other people think exactly like them. So you get blamed. You're not allowed to be tired. You're invalidated for it. And then you're accused of manipulating. 
In the end, I got sick and she completely ignored it as well as diagnosis and even results of body scans. So again, the person was invalidated for actually having evidential um, documentation that he was seriously sick. My pain was overreacting and I was only playing sick, she said. If she had been in my shoes, she would not consider it a problem. Well, that is that is so far from the truth. Narcissists make up illnesses to get attention, never mind if they are actually ill. Then they would be sicker than most people in their minds and you would have to do 10 times as much as you normally do for them. She could be so cold hearted and unfair. My environment tried to make me aware of the situation. Um, that would that's um, probably a Dutch way of putting that your friends and family um, were trying to make you aware of the situation, that they considered situations this wasn't normal. Um, but I saw it all through my empathic and understanding glasses and did not want to give up yet. After three and a half years, a few silent treatments and many breakups later, she seriously ended the relationship unexpectedly and without a proper reason. I took this time to fully recover from my physical illness. So my goodness, for three and a half years, this this man, this fellow member of our community suffered in pain for three and a half years without any recovery time because the narcissist was basically running him into the ground. After a few weeks, however, she contacted me again as if nothing happened, asking how I was doing. And to cut a long story short, we went off, we went again. So the narcissist obviously realised how much she was missing the supply and went back in quite a short time period probably probably the target here needed to look after his health physically which would have actually probably helped him from to stop him from re-engaging with the narcissist because he didn't re-engage with her after three and a half weeks she decided that she needed to make sure that she was still in control of him and contacted him again We tried again for a year, but we had many ups and downs, many toxic arguments. As if she searched for arguments. So after a total of four and a half years in this relationship, she ended it again brutally by using a stupid, unreasonable argument and discarded me. When they decide they're going to leave you, they can often set you up for an argument and use it as an excuse to discard you. So you're left blaming yourself for the argument and you feel, again, you're the reason that the narcissist discarded you. Smear campaign in with a question mark. You can bet and no closure, of course. According to her, it was useless to communicate about our breakup as I did not want to see my faults and lack of commitments. Oh, my goodness. This is so typical, guys, of what narcissists do. Such projection at the end 
of the break, you know, the breakup, the discard period, such blame shifting. It's unbelievable. Such brain manipulation. It's 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 despicable. Then someone mentioned the term narcissism to me and I got myself informed. Except for the cheating, as far as I'm aware, literally every prescription and detailed resonated. What a shock to realise I was dealing with a narcissist. That somebody can lack emotional empathy was new for me. But all signs from being extremely entitled, never take any responsibility, mirroring, no remorse, no introspection, all the blame shifting, and so on and on. It was so clear I could no longer neglect to take it into consideration and accept the truth. It was, and sometimes still is, so painful to understand that there had never been mutual love. First weeks after getting myself informed about narcissism, when the realisation came, it was too big for me to adopt the reality all at once. It really is, guys. You know, so many people, so many trolls will say in our community, ah, you know, you just want to not blame yourself for the ending of the relationship. You want to call everybody narcissists so you can let yourselves off the hook. It is the last thing we want to do with somebody we loved to actually accept the reality of the fact that we were with a narcissist. This is indeed the opposite to blame shifting. We do not want this to be true. It's a hard pill to swallow, but unless we swallow it, we will not recover and we will go back to the narcissist. But I promised myself to face and deal with facts. I started listening to all your podcasts about narcissism. That meant a world of difference and I started to understand accept and also recover. If I had not listened to you, I would not become aware. Now, again, yes, this is one channel and thank you for saying such positive things. Sometimes you will need to listen to other channels also to hear something you need to hear that may not be on just one single channel. But thank you for, for your gratitude. I really appreciate it. Everything in there, but you simply do not see it for what it is. Everything is there, but you simply do not see it for what it is. If you're not aware, you'll see, in my case, everything as single facts and not as a coherent pattern. Thanks to the knowledge I gained, I felt supported and tried to see and accept the facts. Unfortunately, I was still susceptible for Hoover's the first weeks and the Hoover came again and off I went again. But I was aware of narcissism now. December 2022, the relationship ended again. It hurt me anyhow again, but less due to acceptance that I was dealing with a narcissist and this was to be expected. The pain was bearable and I knew she was able, um, able stroke, I could accept such cruel discards. 
Okay, so she knew that you would accept the discard and possibly come back, which enhanced her sense of control and confidence. What she didn't know was that you were becoming aware of what you were going through. I grew stronger since December by continuing listening to your podcasts, but I know I am not there yet. My ex hoovered me for the last time in January 2023, fully aware and emotionally detached from her. But out of physical addiction and trauma bonded, I responded for the last time. By the way, besides her, I also miss our dog very much, which is living with her. When responding to the Hoover, our relationship was not in the picture anymore as I felt. These moments felt more like a one night stand, a flirt. Crazy thing is that she always was extremely charming to me and her future fakes were very strong. She told me to not look for anyone else, that I am still the love of her life and she'd love me forever. Oh, that's a narcissist at their worst. They want to keep you hanging on by breadcrumbing you. This is a breadcrumbing technique for anyone that's unaware um, of the techniques that they use. So it's feeding you little bits of validation to keep you hooked, to keep you under control, to store you on a shelf, to keep you there should she need to take you down again, to use you in the interim while she was seeking another source of supply. Okay. She told me not to look for anyone else, that I was still the love of her life. But once our night together passed and after I went home, and in inverted commas, we do not live together anymore. There was no community, there was no communication left at all. Moreover, I got ignored via WhatsApp and I, if I texted, I still felt love for her. She found me too weak and emotional. When with her, I meant the world again. Once gone, I did not seem to matter or even exist. Even though I knew I was dealing with a narcissist, I thought these nights together were still worthwhile for me. And who knows, anything could follow out of it. That's the toxic hope. The toxic hope cycle the narcissist will keep you in when they're not quite finished with you and they're never finished with you it's you that it's you that has to be finished with them okay these nights were still worthwhile for me okay the mind clearly said no but my craving desire for her won of course also during these hoover nights in the end, arguments would arise, resulting in verbal fights. Narcissists love fights if they're causing them. It's an emotional reaction. I got so annoyed due to the false insults that I asked her if she had heard of narcissism. Of course she did. All of her exes, exes were like that. Oh, I, you know, thank you so much for writing your story in which still isn't finished, but this is, there are so many classics that the narcissist does here um, that it's so valuable for people to hear. Since a few weeks, um, a few weeks ago, also our app contact is really over. She's really shutting you down, knowing that she 
has you under the nth degree of control, that it's going to take you quite some time before you would reject a Hoover from her. She's really worked on banking you as a supply. It came out of her because of my desperate personality, of course, but this time I agreed with myself to not let her humiliate me further, to stay strong by following my head instead of my feelings. That means you're following your logic, your logical brain instead of your emotional brain, which has been manipulated by this person and subsequently ban her from my life. No contact. Hopefully I removed our social media friendship on WhatsApp. She can still reach me, but I will go block her soon. Yep. Sometimes we need to take our time doing this. Sometimes we need to do it gradually. The best thing you can do is block the narcissist on all avenues. Um, but we do what we can. And it's better to do something than to do nothing. So take heart, anyone that's going through this excruciatingly different, pro difficult process where you're blocking someone that you loved, which seems totally emotionally counterintuitive, but is totally essential to your survival, to your personality and identity survival, to your soul survival, to your spiritual survival. Even with all the knowledge, I still consider it a challenge. Yes, my friend, it is a big challenge, but it's one that once you take on and fully embrace, will serve you for the rest of your life. I am prepared it will be a struggle to break free from the trauma bond, but thanks to you, I am and remain aware. I do not deny facts anymore. And this enables me to build back trust and strength that helps to deal with her for good. I am going to see a psychologist to help me overcome the damage and to get rid of the trauma bond and develop a good amount of self-respect. Thank you again, Paula, for all the life-saving information you share. All the best, kind regards. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story and to allow me to read it out to our community because it has so many classic um, traits of how a narcissist will operate. And again, this is a great example of the female narcissist and how she's used her femininity in being a presenting as a good and caring mother, looking for a man's protection, for a man to become her hero, getting the man to buy into that and presenting a wonderful future and making you feel great about being a man and looking after her. And then because of the her so-called abuse that she suffered from her crazy exes, you become more understanding and you allow things you wouldn't allow in a normal relationship to slip by. You try and be empathetic and understand because you're aware that she's gone through a lot of difficulties before, which is not true. She's using that to groom you, to gain control over you, to wrap you up in a spider's web emotionally and then to get the full supply out of you, to squeeze the emotional reaction out of you, to get you to do 
the housework, looking after the kids, and then to kind of put you on the shelf to realise when you're gone that how much she misses your supply, but to bring you back and punish you for her discard of you and then to breadcrumb you so that she doesn't lose you totally so that you're going to be continued in her mind to be hooked because you're unaware of narcissism in her mind. Luckily, you are aware of narcissism, which is going to save your life at the end of the day. And you're doing everything possible now to save yourself and to introspect and to learn so much about yourself and life and other people going forward. So this is a fantastic story. Thank you so much. So grateful to you for sharing it. And please, guys, leave your support and comments down in the comments section. And if you've shared anything similar to this experience, let us know, particularly for people who are what the community would call newbies to narcissism and are just learning about it. It's really of value to know you're not alone. Other people have gone through it. This is a pattern, a patterned cyclical um, behaviour cycle of a narcissist. And once you can identify these patterns in a past or present relationship, you've much more chance of understanding it and getting free of it and knowing exactly what you were dealing with. God bless. Until next time, take great care of yourselves and see you again shortly.